This is Daniel Eisenberg, and you're listening to the Chayrach Nachiyami Learning Initiative, and we are in Yeshua Perik Dalid. One of the uh, one, one of the main features of Perik Gimel is the splitting of the Yarding, the Jordan River, the Yoshua well, Hashem through Yoshua miraculously splits the the Yarding, and the Jewish people start going through. And in today's Perik Perik Dalid, they continue to go through and take twelve stones of the monument. And uh, it continues, and then and then continues for a short while. But then the uh, the, the river, the, the waters of the river, return to their normal place after the Jewish people get through. And of course, this uh, this miracle sounds quite familiar. We've heard another um, miracle in our history of splitting of a body of water, and that, of course, is what we read in the parsha just a couple of weeks ago. This is Kriyas Yamsuf, the splitting of the Yamsuf, and the connection is is very clear. You have splitting of the Yamsuf in the times of Moshe, and then the splitting of the Yardane under the reign of, of, and leadership of Yehoshua, and that's uh, one of the, one of the um, uh, major themes in Sefer Yehoshua is is a continuation of of the mission of Moshe Rabbeinu. And you're going to, I challenge the, uh, the 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 lomdim of this limud to try to follow along and pay attention and see uh, connections between events that take place in Moshe's life and interactions and things that he says and things that they say to him. Uh, that take place in, in this uh, in, in Moshe's life, and that we see re- being replayed in some form or another in Yoshua's life. But anyway, the the message is that it's uh, it's Yoshua's continuing from Moshe Rabbeinu where he left off, according to the simple narrative of of the of the story of Yitzias Mitzrayim. Of course, not leaving you know predetermination and, and, and destiny aside, it looks like Moshe Rabbeinu is supposed to bring the Jewish people into Eretz Yisrael. That seems to be what he, he's what he's supposed to be the one to do, and that the people who left Mitzrayim are the ones who are going to enter Eretz Yisrael. Of course, that's not how the story plays out. And due to various sins, the generation that left Mitzrayim have to die in the desert, and only their children will enter Eretz Yisrael. But we see over here the splitting of the Yardin is, is kind of a, a, a restart or, or uh, you know, the, the, making sure that the people who went to Eretz Yisrael, the people who experienced the splitting of, of, the, of the body of water um, with many sy- symbolic ramifications and, and just the, the, the simple message that Hashem controls the world and is in charge so that the Jewish people who leave Egypt, because everyone who left Egypt and experience the splitting of the Yamsuf as an adult is no longer here. So now, pe- people who went to Eretz Yisrael, the adults who went to Eretz Yisrael, will have experienced Kriyas Hayardin. One more point I just want to mention is something that might be a little bit confusing the first time uh, you look at it, is the 12 stones, and where, what exactly is supposed to happen with the 12 stones? Is that it's supposed to be brought into Eretz Yisrael, to Har Eval, that it's supposed to be um, left in the Yardin. So Rashi, in, in the Pasuk test, I believe, says that, the, that these are Vanavar Acheros, they're other stones, meaning that there were really two sets of 12 stones, that the, the people, or each tribe was supposed to take one large stone um, two times. One, to be brought to Eretz Yisrael and Har Evil, where they're going to be making a, a Mizbeach out of the stones. Yeshua makes the Mizbeach out of the stones and inscribes the Torah on the stones. Um, that's one set of stones. And the other set of 12 stones is supposed to be left in the Yardin as a monument to the, the miraculous event. So that, that if hopefully that point will, will clarify some of the confusion as you, as you read the Sukkim. The question is, why do you need two sets of 12 stones? 
And I, I think there are multiple suggestions you can give. First one, maybe one is that the one, the ones that are Mizbeach are the ones in Eretz Yisrael for, for really for Klal Yisrael. And then the, the other set of 12 stones that are left in the Arden or maybe for everybody looking from the outside that uh, they should be inspired and, and, and frightened of, of the Kriyas Yardin, as we're going to see in tomorrow's Parak, that indeed is the case. And as Rachav mentioned in, in Parak Bays, it was still in, in their memory, Kriyas Yamsuf. And uh, there, there, that's one possibility. And I think there are many others. I'll just suggest one more, which is that when a miracle happens, so really have to, there needs to be a two-step response. First of all, you need to memorialize the event so that you never forget that event. But also you have to put it into practice of practically how am I going to have this enhancement of Vodos Hashem. So over here we see that they leave 12 stones in the yard, Dane. That's going to be making a memorial for the event, that they'll never forget this event. Whenever they see the stones in the Yardin, they're going to remember the incredible miracle of, of Kriyas Yardin. But also they have to bring some stones into Eretz Yisrael and make a Mizbeach out of it, symbolizing dedication to Avodah Hashem, to serving God, and scribing the Torah on it, dedication to the Torah and mitzvahs. That it's, it's two steps. First of all, they're going to remember the event, and secondly, they're going to make it practical, the, the inspiration, they're going to channel that and use it to serve Hashem better. And so we need to do in, in any uh, miracle we experience and major significant event in our lives to not forget the event itself, but not to just leave it at not forgetting the event itself, but also putting into practice and how that's going to enhance our personal avoda.